morning, I'm so excited because we actually have my brother from another mother, Pastor Willem here this morning with us. And, and let me just say this, Pastor Willem is my best African friend in the world. He's, in fact, he's one of my best friends. And I know that every time I go, actually, we both have something in common besides marrying wives that have made us look good, is that he almost experienced a death experience. He did die for 25 minutes. I was, and he faced death. I faced death. But I just want to let you know my granddaughter is excited. She sees her papa. So, but, you know, the most incredible thing is that I love about Pastor Billum, his simple love for Jesus and his faith. Just a couple months ago, I was there with him. We had an incredible time. Maybe he'll share some of those things. But God is doing such incredible things in their church and in the work that God has allowed him to be. He's got campuses, not just his one church in Pontstrom, but he's got campuses. I was able to go to Paris with him, Paris, South Africa. And, uh, you know, we just had a, we've had a great time. So come on, can we give a missionary welcome to Pastor Billum? Come on, let's stand to your feet and Thank you so much. Thank you very much. What great joy to see you. Um, it's really an honor and a blessing to be here. If this is your first time hearing me, may God's grace be upon you. Alex will be my subtitles today. You know, when you have a foreign program, there's subtitles. Alex can actually understand me and translate to you. So, Alex, if you think people are not hearing, please come and help me. It's good to be with you. Honestly, I want to say thank you to Pastor Baba and Miss Tracy. They're really our best American friends. Uh, this is my first church I preach in in America uh, after visiting America for many, many times. And I love being in Jennings. I love, I was basically the first service we, or first sound group, connect group we had in Eunice. Um, and just seeing that uh, was in the part of the birth of Apollosis. Uh, that took me five years to learn that name. Uh, I'm very proud of myself. I have to say Apollosis once, at least once in my life. I just feel like I feel smart. I can say Apollosis. So it's good to be here. Yeah, thank you for sending Pastor Baba. Um, we might even have him later this year. We're hoping to have a, a little trip of them coming to help us. They're amazing. They did amazing things while they were here uh, in, Ameri uh, in South Africa. Thank you for supporting our church building. Thank you so, so much. Again this week, uh, I received, we're busy building a prayer tower, and we will send you the pictures. We actually have the pictures. I didn't put it on a PowerPoint. But thank you so, so much for partnering with us as you build your building, building our church in South Africa. So thank you for that. Amen. Now, I want to show you one or two pictures of our family. Um, uh, you, can, you can start. Thank you so much. I'm going to speak today on a subject called the normal Christian life. Now, that's my, that's my family. Uh, that's Mother's Day two weeks ago. And if you don't know, Sabrina asked me, who's, who's the red guy? It's Flash Gordon. Flash. So we didn't need a flash for the picture. Okay. Uh, 
So it was Mother's Day. It's winter time in South Africa right now. And uh, you can go to the next one. That was our picture last year when we were here in December. Thank you for blessing us and allowing us to be here. We were in Lake Charles that Sunday morning. And uh, we took a Christmas picture with our family. My wife, is, uh, I spoke to her early this morning. It's, we have a seven-hour difference. They already had church. And uh, they're going to have campus church tonight. And uh, just said it went so well and prayed for us. Uh, we are so excited. I want to go to the next one, please. I am a, a gatherer. And that's it. Miss um, Tracy is helping me. You can go to the um, Facebook slide, please. Just follow me, okay? Don't let me do signs and wonders with you, okay? Um, uh, uh, please join me on Facebook. I like to, uh, some of you just have, li- like to have 10 friends or no friends, like Pastor Baba. He doesn't want to do Facebook. Kind of God, deliver this man. We need some of those chickens that he hunts and things that he. Uh, Ducks and guinea fowl, all those things. We need some pictures on, on Facebook. Help the man. Pastor Zach, get your dad a alias Facebook account, or I will create one. Baba the Hunter. Okay, I don't have any books left here, um, but those of you who don't have my book, uh, please get it. You can get it on Smashwords, and I've got a special for you. Uh, uh, it's it's uh, smash words. It's not something you smash. It is uh, it's a website. You can download it and you can play it on any of your electronic books. Again, my friend, um, I gave him a hard copy. But for the rest of you, who's got I- iBooks or uh, Kindle. It's only five dollars for for this this time, and it's an extra chapter on that. So you can go. That's a, you need to write down that little code. We will have it at the end, and that's your special to get it. I want to share, before I'm going to start with the sermon, I want to share one or two testimonies uh, of our church. Uh, you can go to the next, please. That's our campus service two weeks ago. And uh, our pastor there is called Haney Buerta. Uh, he's our campus pastor. And uh, he, he was preaching on dreaming about things. How many of you have dreams? Just trusting God for things. So now he had a dream of praying for someone that's deaf. Uh, to start hearing again. And uh, at the end of the service, this girl comes to him, and she says, Brother, you need to follow me. If I say girl, you go to the next slide. Um, Next slide. Thank you. Thank you. He he comes in, and this girl comes to him and says, at the end of the service, past time here to fulfill your dreams. It's sort of, Where's my wife? Where's my wife? It's no pastor, I'm deaf in the one ear. Oh, where's my team? Where's my team? Where's my team? So there's no team, and, he's, and he starts to pray for her, and God heals her. She was born deaf, and she starts to hear. And it's just amazing. And I want to speak to you about this following. The normal Christian life. What should be normal as Christians? And let's just pray. Lord, I thank you right now for your presence to be here. Lord, I ask that you will supernaturally help us. Supernaturally help us. People to understand me. I thank you, Lord, in the spirit we connect in Jesus' name. Amen. I believe it's abnormal 
for Christian not to have an appetite. Brother, you need to follow me. Whoever is there, need to follow me there. Okay, please. I don't know who's on the PowerPoint. I, wanna, I want you to follow. When I'm reading, please, please. Okay, will you help me? That, uh, it's abnormal for a Christian not to have an appetite for the impossible. It has been written into our spiritual DNA for the impossibilities around us to bow at the name of Jesus. Bill Johnson said this, but it became a statement of my life. Saying, it's abnormal not to have an appetite for the impossibilities. You need to understand that sometimes we face impossibilities. Each one of us faces certain impossibilities. There's things that that that's so hard, so tough. Might be healing, might be money, might be might be children, might be things that you beyond your control. I believe that when you face an impossibility, it's actually a compliment from heaven. Saying that of all the people on earth, God has entrusted you that this impossibility needs to bow its knees through you before Jesus. I know sometimes it's tough. When, I, when I'm busy with that building, I thank God for Pastor Baba. I thank God that, that he encourages me and preaches to me and, and, and helps me to smarten up. When I face that, it feels impossible. When you ask me to pray for somebody who's got back problems, it's easy. But when I face a building, it's, whew, it's overwhelming. For some of you, it might be, buildings is nothing, Pastor, but praying for somebody who's got blind eyes, that's something. So whatever that impossibility is, I want you to, to know that God has placed you before that thing, that that thing should bow its knees. Now, if you have your Bibles with you, would you please turn to 1 John chapter 1, or chapter 4, verse 1 to 4. We're going to read a few verses out of that. 1 John chapter 4, verse 1 to 4. My friend Samuel wanted to know if us Africans eat lions. He was honest. He was just, we don't eat lions. Lions eat us. Samuel's my friend. He's coming to Africa one of these days. I think he might bring his mom and dad with him, but, uh, but he's welcome on his own. 1 John 4, verse 1 to 4, says, By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus is not from God, this is the spirit of the Antichrist. Antichrist doesn't mean some triple six demonized man that's going to bewitch you. Antichrist means anti-anointing, anti-power of God, anti-breaking yokes. It's against what Christ came for. And so, of which you've heard that is coming, now it's already in the world. And then it says, we love this scripture, the following scripture we love. You are from God, little children, and have overcome them. Because, you know the scripture, greater is he who is in you than he is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak as from the world. And the world listens to them. Listen, the word of God says, what you have 
inside of you, Christ in you, is greater than he's in the world. But if you carry the spirit of anti-anointing, trying to think that's normal Christianity, not to see things change, you're from the world. So we love the scripture, great as he is in me, that he is in the world. We love to quote it. We teach at children's church. We have this on our car bumpers, no, or whatever, on our Facebook sites, whatever. But, but, but realize the following, it's carrying the spirit of Christ inside of you. John 14 says in verse 15, if you love me, you will obey what I command and I will ask the Father, and He will give you another counselor, the Holy Spirit, to be with you forever. The Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept Him, because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. But you know Him, for He lives with you and will be in you. So, there's a Spirit of God. God's Spirit is with us. And God's Spirit wants us, and he has, he has anointed us. He wants us to move into a natural way of living, which is called in the world supernatural. But that's natural for God. He wants you to start to see that living in the natural for God is going to be weird for people, but it's natural because God is going to function through you. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says, But you will receive... Say with me, what? Power. Say it in a good Cajun way. You will receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jennings, Crawley, Eunice, in Louisiana, in Evangeline, and the whole of America. And to the ends, up to the end of the world, South Africa. But you will receive power. Galatians 3.3, 3, and I'm just laying a foundation for you. It says, how can you be so foolish? You began by God's Spirit. Do you now want to finish by your own power? I understand in your world where you live, our world as well, you have weird people that call themselves charismatic, Pentecostal, renewal Christians and they act funny and I understand that that, that it's sort of you know what we had somebody moving in the supernatural but it also took our money or I understand or they started to fondle with the, the ladies in the church I, I, I understand there's, there's some weird stuff there's some people that that use cars in a bad way. Vehicles. Vehicles. Trucks. I mean, they drive and they, they crash it. Should we all go back by walking? Because people drive bad. Some people drive bad with cars. Should we all get donkeys? Well, you might eat them. I mean, I'm not sure. Do you eat donkeys, Samuel? Okay, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I mean, I, I needed to ask you that one, okay. If I release a donkey spirit here. Yeah. So, 
So understand the following. Just because somebody's driving bad, it doesn't stop us from driving vehicles. Just because people abused and in, use God's name in vain and trying to solicitate things for themselves. It doesn't mean we should stop functioning in the supernatural. We cannot come, just become mere normal human beings. God has put something powerful inside of us. I want to give you three quick things today. God paid the same price for healing and for salvation. Isaiah 53, verse 4 to 5, says, Yet it was our weaknesses he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins, he was beaten so that we would be made whole. He was whipped so that we could be healed. Now I understand, about 70% of all illnesses are emotionally related. It's, it's about your emotions. About 17, 70% of all illnesses are emotionally related. But are, we're going to have a... a something today to see and show that God will heal people physically. It's easy to say, you know what, Samuel, God is going to heal your heart, but his finger is stiff. So great having a whole heart, but he needs a finger to play basketball. So, so I, want, I want you to understand that God wants to move in the physical realm that we can see it and experience it. The Lord says He is our healer. And I want you to understand the same price, this exact same price being paid that Billy Graham could raise up thousands and thousands of people who got converted. That same price is released in America and all over the world that people can get saved, not just saved, but healed in their physical bodies. So God is looking for new Billy Grahams to stand up. God is looking for new miracle workers to stand up, to trust God, that it won't just happen in the holy hour on a Sunday, but Walmart will be changed, that, that Walgreens will be changed, that, that Sonics will be changed, that your your, your, your place of work will be changed because God is moving through miracle workers there. The second thing is, it's Christ, we started in that, Christ in you, the hope of glory. I want to share five quick testimonies. I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I realized in New Mexico, people look like Mexicans, but they don't speak Spanish, they're like three or four generations, like the Cajun people. They are, um, I mean, there's not a lot of you that can, you're called Cajun, but it's only Pastor Baba and Miss, Miss Angie and Maggie that can speak uh, Cajun, I think, I think. Not a lot. Can you speak Cajun? No, but you're Cajun. So, but, so I was in New Mexico and last weekend, and there was an old lady, 75 years old. She was in a car accident. 20 years ago, she's blind in her left eye. 
And she's trusted God that God will heal her. We prayed for her. And while praying for her, God gave her a new eye. She has on video, we have on video, she, she actually sees better out of the blind eye without her glasses than the eye that was the whole one with her glasses. Praise God. Let's give God a hand. There was a man that was 43 years old that had constant back pain. When I asked him, his back was sore. I asked him if he has to describe his pain 1 to 10. He says it's a 12. He's 43 years old. I asked him, for how long have you had back pain? He says, since I was 18. And the Spirit of God showed me, it's like somebody stabbed him in the back. And I asked him, where did you get this? When did this happen? What happened around 17 years old? Now he was so, he had so much back pain, he, he couldn't just move like this. He was so stiff. So when did this happen? He said, my dad died when I was 17 years old. So God showed it to me. That something happened. And I prayed for him and I said, by tonight when we have our second service, come back. And you can be much better. The evening he brought his brother, without knowing that, his brother had the same time he had back pain problems. So then I asked him, you pray for your brother. His back was much better. And he started to pray for his brother. And he, his brother got instantly healed. That set him free. And he could start to move and bend and move and bend. Supernatural. That's normal Christianity. There was a lady who had a headache. She was part of the band. And uh, she was about 20 years old. And I said, who has migraines, headaches? Came to the front. And I prayed for her. God showed me she had this headache since she was 12 years old. Her mom started crying in the audience. <gasps> How did you know? How did you know? And when, when her mom started crying, God delivered her. They, for the first time in years, that headache lifted. Same is going to happen today. Same thing is going to happen today. There was a, was a man who had gout. Now, I didn't know if I can pray for somebody who had gout. I'm not sure if it's a good sin or bad sin. I don't know. But he had gout. Okay. So, and he couldn't move his arm. And he had, but he was like, <laughs> end of the prayer line, Pastor, if you can pray for me, I have got. Okay, I will pray for you. And I just spoke to him. Thank you, Lord, for healing him. He texts back and put on Facebook. While driving home, the crystals in his arm started to dissolve. And in his feet. Supernatural. Natural Christianity. The last one was, we prayed for somebody that had, Cancer. A lady had cancer, went through chemotherapy. Pastor Baba will know how you feel after that. And she was so tired. She said, Pastor, if I can just have some energy. Now, I, I thought, I, did, I wasn't sure if you use your Red Bull here to get some energy. Um, so I didn't know if I should say that Red Bull thing. But I saw, I just saw when she said energy, I saw Red Bull from heaven. <laughs> but, I, but I didn't say Red Bull from heaven. I just... <laughs> So, Lord, give her energy like in the energy drink. <laughs> she went back home. She put on Facebook, God 
touched me. He gave me energy like I have an energy drink. I cleaned my whole apartment. Wednesday night, the band, uh, the guy who plays drums, Jordan, he came to the front. He had back pain. We had over 100 people got delivered from, miraculously delivered. And Jordan came to the front and he had back pain. And he was, uh, his one leg was about an inch shorter than the other one. He couldn't, he couldn't stand, I have it on video, he couldn't stand like this. He was always standing like this. We prayed for him. And God healed him. And so, so he came Thursday, he's standing like this. He said, what's wrong with you? He said, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. That is not something that just should happen on Sundays or Wednesdays. It's something that God wants to use you. More miracles happened in this week through ordinary members that are willing that God can use them than through me. I'm just a key, just an activator. Colossians 1.27 says the following. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So there's a hope. There's a power. It's the Spirit of Christ in you. Listen to what the mirror translation, you can get it on, on, on Kindle, says the following about this. This is, this is the essence and focus of our message. We awaken every man's mind, instructing every individual by bringing them into full understanding, flawless clarity, in order that we may prove present everyone perfect in Christ. That's what I'm trusting God today. That I will wake you. That you will get awake. In my accent, whatever, that you will be awakened like a double shot energy Caffeine, fault, Starbucks, CCs, whatever you want to have it. I mean that you will be, man, I'm, I'm, I'm suddenly awake. I'm not asleep. I'm, I'm awake. I want to wake you to live a normal Christian life. Somebody said the following. And, and I want to close with this. Why are we so passionate about healing? If you can help me, maybe slowly come and play. Um, thank you. Why are we so passionate about healing? Somebody said this, I'm not so impressed. I'm not impressed with anyone's life unless they have integrity. But I'm not happy with their life until they are dangerous. As much as I have the ability to do so, I will not let those around me get away with just being nice people. I mean, we have cities filled with great, nice Christians, sweet people. Hey, you're at church today. How you doing? But Monday, it's like the devil's inside of them. But Sunday, hi. Hey, sweet. Praise the Lord. But the way they treat their wife, the way they treat their workers, it's unbiblical. God wants to release you as dangerous people on earth. 
if, if the Spirit of Christ is inside of you, you need to live on a different level. You cannot stay in living in the same level. When you see unsaved people, it should bother you. When you see sick people, it should bother you. Because your Savior that you gave your life to paid a price that people cannot stay the same. It's unrighteous. It's unbiblical. It's unheavenly to think that the price that God paid is for me and me alone. I'm just an avenue. I'm just a starting point. I'm not the finish line. It's Christ in me that gives the hope of Lord Christ in us. Years ago, four years ago, Pastor Bible spoke about it. And so if you haven't seen the pictures, I want to put it up again. While preaching, I started to get paralyzed. I had that day my death experience, 25 minutes flat line. I want to show you the next picture. That's a bad, bad look. It's the same man standing here before you. We're surrounded by word. There was no, nothing. When, I, when my wife wanted to take that picture, I said, Oh, oh. I could make oh, oh noises. When I see that, I get, I get angry, not what the enemy tried to do to me. That I want to try, try and stay paralyzed and just be a good Christian. I'm not coming to America just to be around good people. I'm coming to be around miracle workers. That's why I invite you to come to South Africa. If you can't see it here, then go and see it there. Friday night we were praying for, for Samuel and his finger was stiff and, and God is moving. It's not completely healed, but it's moving. And we're trusting God by the end of the day, it's will be healed and that his hands will be laid on people that they will become healed if the enemy comes and attacks you like Andrew don't stop and don't pray for people you've got another hand you can pray on don't stop if the enemy brings you a cough just put your hand like this thank you in Jesus name be healed why? Because you don't need to be special. You just need to be faithful to be the FedEx man. And miracle workers are just FedEx people. DHL, whatever. FedEx paid for the advertisement. So. That's what it means. When you deliver a package, you're just delivering it from heaven to earth. You're not responsible for the order. You're not responsible if the people are opening the package. If they're going to play with it, you just need to find the right address. And there's an address on sickness, address on infirmity, there's an address on emotional hurts, there's an address on that. And I'm trusting God today that God will move supernaturally. Samuel, come and stand here with me. Since I've used you as three times in the church service. 
I thank you, Lord, while we're standing right now. There's sick people right here. But as I lay my hands on Samuel, I thank you, Lord, to touch people, move through them. I thank you, Lord, that this church will not just be another good church in this area. But, Lord, as you you raise them up to be a, a channel, a place where heaven can move to earth in Jennings, in this area. We thank you for healing power, anointing power to flow through people right now. In Jesus' name. May I close with one statement? Thank you, Samuel. Randy Clark said, I must be willing to fail to succeed. I must be willing to fail to succeed. And that's what I think it's a motto to live by. We, we are so winning orientated. If you play sports, if you're active in sports, you will actually lose more than you will ever win. But it's because of understanding when you lose what it means to win. That, that winning is so sweet. Don't be afraid of praying for people and don't get healed. Because those who are going to get healed is going to motivate you to pray for the next group of people. And if you don't get healed, don't be, man, I don't know why God didn't heal me. You trust God. You stand before God. You get this word inside of you. That's why I want to just close with this, this thought that people ask me. Apostle, you prayed for me last time and I'm not healed. I, I, the pain left, but I still, still have pain here. When you have that, that thing when you bite your tongue, have you did, did, did that in the past? I mean, that's bad. You know, ah. Here's the thing. If you bite your tongue and you put medicine on, and you, and you bite again your tongue. Is it the medicine's mistake that your tongue is bitten again? Is it the devil that wants to teach you something? Is it God that wants to show you that you can bite your tongue? Is it your stupidity that causes you to bite your tongue? I don't know. But every bite is a new bite. So every pain is a new pain. The old pain has left. So if it comes in with the same matter and manner, it's a new pain. So we're going to pray for that new pain to leave you. God bless you. I'm going to want to pray in a moment. Pastor Baba wants to take services for a moment. We are going to, we're going to pray for people this morning. Before we do, I just want to take up an offering for Pastor Willem this morning before we do anything else. And, uh, you know, I just know this. How many of you know there's nothing impossible for God? There's nothing that justifies despair that we should have. And I believe this. Don't let your pride keep you from the need that you have in your body. Amen? And so if you're going to write out a check, just write it to OSC. 110% of that goes to help Pastor Willem. And, you know, I'll just let you know we've made a commitment of $10,000 is our church to help them in their building. We've already raised, we've already given over 8500 giving $1,500 this week toward their building. Isn't that awesome? Come on. So, but this morning, if I can have the ushers come, we're going to just go ahead and pray. And uh, we just want to help Pastor Villam and all that they're doing there and Pontchartrain and, and, 
and we want to pray for people. But last time he came and prayed, by the time he finished praying, we, had, we were going to take an offering, and everybody was gone. I said, we ain't doing that a second time. So we want to do that. Let me just pray, and then we're gonna, I'm going to have Pastor Villain come back up. Father, thank you this morning. Thank you that we can sow seed into good soil. And, Lord, I thank you that not only we're sowing into good soil, but, Lord, we thank you for what you're doing through him, that you got, God, that you're moving in our faith to believe you for what seems impossible. That it's so possible. Father, I thank you for what you're doing in us as a body. And, Lord, I pray that you would just use this moment to cause something to take place inside of us, that we would believe you for greater things we've ever seen. We would see miracles. We would see people that people would write off that would say, there's no way that could have happened to them. And all we'd be able to do is say, but that's what God did. It's nothing in me. I just trusted him. And so, Father, we pray you'd bless this this offering in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Pastor Villain, come on up. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor Baba. Thank you. Thank you so much, people. I want to pray for people specifically, and I've asked a team to help me today. Because I want them to experience themselves how God is going to move. Uh, I, have, I have a word that somebody's got a spasm in the, in the left shoulder. They've got a spasm. It's like really bad. You've got a bad pain. There's... There's a few of you who've got back pains. I've seen somebody's got an ulcer or a, like a, get a reflux. I mean, the, it's burning all over you. It's like a fire. We're going to pray for that. Then some of you, it's about three or four people, maybe more, but that, are, that have a, you, you battle to sleep. You battle to sleep. You awake at night. It's not so much nightmares, we're just awake. And you battle to be rested. So we're going to pray for that. Back pains, migraines, that's what I feel. If there's any other pain, I missed, it's fine. If you bite your tongue, we also pray for you. Lord, we thank you right now for a sense of miracles happening in people's lives. Just happening. In Jesus' name.